Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Hey y'all, good morning. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Wake up. Wake up. Hey, y'all. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, my goodness. Wake up. Good morning, y'all. Oh, my God. My hair. It's okay. It's okay. Thank y'all. Good morning. Thank you for those of you who share the video. I appreciate you so much. Um, the Lord appreciates you, not just me. Um, we are called to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. So thank you for sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. Um, and I hope you invite somebody else to join us. Ooh, thank you, Lord. Mm, 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 mm. Thank you, 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 thank you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I hear you. Thank you, Lord. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, 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 thank you. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. My God, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, what pump? Which pumpkin coffee? Now, I drink pumpkin spice. Um, so, and I eat pumpkin like pie, bread, all of that stuff. Uh, what pumpkin? Which pumpkin coffee are you referring to? So, I'm a pumpkin lover. Have always been. Um, I'm ready for peppermint mocha season. <laughs> we, I'm ready for peppermint mocha shakes. I'm ready for peppermint mocha season. Good morning, Lavenda. Good morning, Sharice. Good morning, Miss Williams. Good morning, Teresa. Hey, Mary Lewis. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Oh yeah, like I love pumpkin spice. Um. Um. Like before it became a joke. <laughs> I love pumpkin spice. I love like, oh my gosh, my coffee is my love language. So definitely pumpkin spice. Uh, oh, thank good. Miss Williams said she tried it for the first time and she actually liked it. It's it it's a you gotta either you like it or you don't. You gonna pick it up or you not, right? So come on. So I'm definitely, but I'm ready for peppermint mocha season. Like, I'm like, okay, we pulled up to Chick-fil-A yesterday. Oh, thank you, Joyce. We pulled, pulled up to Chick-fil-A yesterday and um, um, they, we thought they had their peppermint mocha shakes and they did not. Um, we were disappointed. <laughs> we were disappointed. Like, we were so 
money that they didn't have. The Reverend Mocha shakes yesterday. We were looking for those. Oh, good morning, handsome. Good morning. Uh, except for Judah. Judah did not want a peppermint mocha shake. He does not like peppermint. Do me a favor. Share the video right now. And we're going to get started. We're going to pray. We're going to worship. We're going to thank God. And then we got to talk about something important this morning. Um, we got to talk about something real important this morning. Um, I'm so grateful to be here with you, to share with you, to have coffee, to have conversations. I hope you got your notepad. I hope you come with a sense of expectancy. Um, I want to give you a little bit of something and then what we're going to talk. We need to expound on wise counsel. Can you put this in your notes this morning and say, I'm not, I cannot be afraid of wise counsel. Woo! Come on, put it in your notes, put it in your information. I cannot be afraid of wise counsel, right? I can't, cannot be afraid. If I'm going to actually bear fruit, if I'm actually going to produce, if I'm actually going to walk in what God called me to walk in, and if I'm going to soar, if I'm going to see um, the maximum of God in my life, um, I've got to understand wise counsel. And our lives were created to produce fruit. So you cannot just go with me this morning. I cannot be afraid of wise counsel. I cannot be afraid of wise counsel. And I'm going to get personal this morning because I used to be a know-it-all. I used to be a know-it-all. I'm going to make it about me. So hopefully about me, you can apply it to your life. Um, I used to be a, a know-it-all. Um, and I think, uh, and I know where it comes from. I can give you a, a great many ways where being a know-it-all comes from. But knowledge is not wisdom. Woo! Information is not wisdom. And so when you are used to operating from a very strong place, a very strong opinionated place, um, a very strong um, um, because I'm accredited or I'm degreed or whatever, um, often we build up blocks or stumbling blocks that hinder us from growth to hinder us from growth, or we're producing according to worldly wisdom, worldly decisions, and not biblical wisdom. The difference between worldly wisdom and biblical wisdom, Tina, is that biblical wisdom is going to last and produce fruit and honor God and bring you into kingdom alignment. Worldly wisdom is not going to produce the same kind of fruit. It's just not. It's going to be short-lived. Um, it may be according to the world, but it will not align you with kingdom principle. And unfortunately, because of culture, because of the ways we've been raised, um, it is amazing. Um, and I'm just going to talk about my own personal life, how many things I thought that I was stuck and that I was committed to, Pastor David, that didn't even make sense. It didn't even make sense to the kingdom. It didn't align with the kingdom. Um, it wasn't um, constructed by the kingdom. It wasn't God's very best will. And when we are gaining an understanding of who we are and tapping into the wisdom of God, because don't nobody know you like God know you. Like, don't nobody know you like God know you. God created you. Don't know. You don't know you the way God knows you. You don't know the design of you. You don't know because the scripture tells us we see um, through a glass darkly, we only see in part. Can you put that in your notes this morning? Oh my gosh, I only see in part. I only see in part. That is why 
I'm always afraid, fearful of people when I'm around them and they talk so much um, because I used to be that person babbling, babbling, wanting to appear authoritative, wanting to appear on point, wanting to appear um, like I knew something. And the reason that I was, I'm only going to give you me this morning so that it'll help break you free. The reason that I was, was really because I was so, I had so many insecurities about who I was not, that I was trying to show up on the scene as if I was. Like I, I was trying to show up on the scene as if I was, and I really was not walking in the authenticity of who God called me to be and who I was supposed to be because um, I, I didn't, I did one, I didn't know. And what I didn't know, I was insecure about. Oh my God. And then when God was trying to present me information um, because offense was a barrier to my truth. Can I sit for a second? Can I sit for a second? Because offense was a barrier to my truth. Come on, y'all. Let me just sit. Because offense was a barrier. Offense becomes a barrier. And what I mean by off offended, anytime anyone approaches you about anything um, that lives outside of what you want to do. Y'all say sip, girl. Go on and sip. that lives outside what you want to do, even though what you may want to do is not wise. Anything that lives outside what you want to do, right? Then, then what we turn around and we wind up doing when someone presents us wise counsel, like that's really wise, right? When someone comes to you and says your slip is showing, right? Instead of pulling your slip up because you and thinking they how they just trying to shoot shots at me or they just jealous of me or they just don't understand me or I've dealt with this all my life. Can I just be real? At the point that you've dealt with something all your life, that cyclic cycle behavior that cannot be attached to wisdom. Woo! I'm just, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna help me. I'm going to help you by, by helping me and telling you what, how God dealt with me so that this can help you, right? Anytime when you wind up in the same patterns of behavior, you got to be careful because sometimes slip, we slip. I'm sorry. Me. I'm, I want to feel nobody. I'm slick. I've been slick before, right? And I've um been seduced. Oh, I'm sorry. I've been seduced before by a spirit <laughs> that would affirm my slickness. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That would affirm my slickness, right? And because I'm a word person, I want you to hear me. Um, because you come off wordy, I'm gonna help you with yourself because the, the scripture really talks about us using few words because you come off wordy or because I used to come off wordy or I knew how to work the vernacular, even the Bible, even the word of God. Um, then it presented as if what I um, was using was wisdom, but there was no fruit. Clear evidence of wisdom operating in your life. And I remember one time, I used to get offended when I used to hear this. You think you know everything. Or I remember one time, and, and I don't, I'm not like negating, you can be a wise, like you can be, you always got to another thing, like you always got to have something to say. Like 
those were frequents that were around me, right? Those were frequents that were around me. And I was ending up in some of the same cycles in my relationships. Ooh, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. I was ending up in the same cycles in my relationships. I was ending up in some of the same places in my finances. I was like, I was, it was just sick. And seducing spirits, I'm just going to be honest with you, um, feel comfortable, feel natural, um, will validate what we want to do. Woo! Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. It will validate what we want to do. But when we take what we are doing, right? When we know it's wise counsel, biblical wise counsel, when we take what we are doing, Dietrich, when we take what we are doing um, and it and lining it up with the word of God, <laughs> then we will recognize that we are not uh, walking in wise counsel. You ain't even got to line it up with the person. <laughs> you ain't got to line it up with the person. You, you, you ain't got to line it up with the person. Go line up with what they're telling you with the word, right? With the word. Like right, line up what is being given to you with the word, right? And this is some of the hardest places, especially now. I'm just got to be real, real right now. Right now, we want to be, I'm just going to be honest. We have been through really hard times. Like, we have been through really, really hard times. And when you really hard time, you get sick of hearing like bad things or it feels like somebody getting at you or it feels like, you know, but can I tell you something? You've got to be picked apart by the Holy Spirit so you can produce more fruit. Now, this is what I know about the Holy Spirit and about God. God is such a gentleman, right? He is not, if he knows that you are easily offended, if he knows that uh, you operate in a certain zone, he'll bring you things in certain ways so you can get it at your level of understanding. But there's sometimes you got to be hit with something so that your eyes can spring open so that you can begin to align with God's very best for you. Can you put that in the comments? I want God's very best for me. Come on. Come on. Y'all talk to me this morning. Talk less. We got to talk because we got to we got to watch ourselves in seasons when we've been through hard time that we're seduced by words that only sound good because wisdom is really what's going to produce what you're looking for so that you can hold on to it and have it long term. Woo, Jesus. I want it long term. Like I want it long term. I'm tired of being or feeling like I have something in my grasp. And then something happens and it's gone. There has to be something missing that I feel like I got something in my hands and then something turns around and it's gone. And many oftentimes what's missing is the level I need of wisdom I need for God's very best for me. So when I'm cyclic in my behavior and operating in unwise counsels, that are that are really presented to me by spirits that seem healthy, seem um, wise. Then I'll end up in the same place at the same time. This is why the children of Israel, a uh, little day journey, turned to a forty-year process. 
it's a word. So let me give you this. Let me show you how God showed it to me first, right? Let me show. Let me show you how God showed it to me first. We're gonna skip to John 15. Thank you, Lord God. Um, is and this is how God brought it to me, and I'm just gonna bring it to you. I brought it to me, right? And then you're gonna eat off my tree this morning, and I'm gonna talk about me. Like I'm gonna talk about me. So it says John 15. The first thing the Lord told me, He says, "I'm the true vine, and I'm the father. My father is a gardener." Every branch in me that does not produce fruit, he removes. God determines whether or not that's fruit you produce. Like that's really like you're producing fruit. You don't determine the fruit, right? God, he says, so if you in me and you're not producing, then I got to remove what's in you that's not producing fruit, (laughs) And this is where we become resistant and offended and obstinate and rebellious because we feel like we know better than God. Can you put this in your notes today? I don't know better than God. Like, can you put this in your notes today? Like, I don't know better than God. I wake up uh, most mornings now in my more my spiritual maturity, not my age, my spiritual maturity. I wake up most mornings with a blank slate. And here is why. I don't know what's going to happen in this day. So I need to submit this day to you. And you give me the wisdom and the knowledge for this day. Because I may be carrying old information from yesterday that I need in this day. But you see all. So if you see all, then I can't afford to operate in this day with information from yesterday. That's why your prayer life got to be intact. That's why your devotional time got to be intact. That's why your study time, because you might be chewing out from something. You know, I studied yesterday. I worship God. But that may be old wisdom that's not attached to today because God can foresee into today, right? God can foresee into today. She said, I'm the true vine and I'm my father's garden. Every branch of me that does not produce fruit, he removes and he prunes every branch that produces fruit so that it will be produce will produce more fruit you got to have a mentality that i have to produce more fruit you got to have a mindset that i have to produce more fruit you gotta have because if you back this up to the end of the 14th verse because we got to remember this right he's talking to them about the ruler of the world the god of this age and reminding them satan has no power over Jesus. So then if Satan has no power over Jesus, I got to operate in the same wisdom that Jesus operated in and he gave me so that he does not have power over my day, so that he does not have power over my relationships, so that he does not have power over um, what happens next. Come on now. Oh my God. So so God's goal, like God's goal, you got to know God got a goal. We walk, we wake up with goals every day, right? That could be so far out, but God's goal is for you to increase. Girl, man, come on. God's goal is for you to increase and produce more fruit. God's goal is not for you to increase and live in wrong thinking. You should, I tell people all the time, if you're in the same place at the same time that you were a year ago, maybe even for me six months ago, there is something wrong if you tell me you are in the word of God every day. If your finances remain the same, 
Um, if your relationships are remaining the same, if you're back to a place you were five, 10 years ago, there is something wrong. You are not operating in the wisdom of God because the wisdom of God produces fruit. Fruitlessness is a life like you. Fruitlessness is an example that I'm not tapped into the spirit. Ooh, I'm sorry. I'm just bringing it to you. And it's useless. Like it's useless. It's useless to have all this knowledge, but no wisdom guiding you every day. Wisdom is going to produce a fruit that remains. Those are those who are fruitful, 100% are the ones that are committed to God pruning. Those that are fruitful are people who say, you know what? I don't know. This is how I had to get. Okay. Because let me tell you something. I'm being, I'm not being funny. I got to, can I say it like this? Holy Spirit, I want y'all to get, get turned off. Like I'm really, I'm really brilliant. I'm really book smart, brilliant. I really, really am. So can let me tell you something else. It was interfering with my relationship with God. It was interfering. I'm like, I'm really brilliant. I'm really, I can read some, do, 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 take it and run. Like, but it was interfering with my relationship with God because I thought I knew more than God. And I thought because I had all this knowledge, this knowledge that, that I could assert this knowledge, which was just information, right? Or I could operate in a wisdom that was greater than God. And part of my problem was because I didn't want to walk, walk in the timing of God. And because I didn't want to wait and walk in the timing of God, I was trying to produce things on my own because we have already been introduced to a space. I'm real cerebral. That's a better place, a better word. I'm real cerebral. Um, and so I, I was trying to produce things in my own way because I didn't want to wait on the timing of God. I didn't want to wait on what God was saying. I didn't want to do the things the way God does, right? So we become clean, come on, Ephesians 5 and 26, through the washing of the word. Oh my God. Come on. We got to let the word wash us. We become clean through the washing of the word. So let me tell you what this has to do with wise counsel. We become clean through the washing of the word. You have got to have somebody, not nobody that's going to browbeat you, not nobody that's going to beat you up, but you have got to have somebody on your team. Oh my God, that can give you godly, wise counsel. You have got to have somebody on your team that can give you godly, wise counsel. You have got to have people that you are connected to that's going to draw. I don't care who been your best friend. I don't care how accomplished your best friend is. If your best friend <laughs> operates as you do or as the old you used to, boo-boo, <laughs> your best friend woo, is not who you're going to be listening to because your best friend, I'm going to be honest, I'm going to be sad, your husband, I'm just going to be honest, your mama, I'm, I'm sorry, I ain't trying to offend nobody. Whoever it is, like, that's not who you're going to be listening to because if they're not giving you sound doctrine, 
that lines up with wise counsel. Now, I want to be very clear. I want nobody going and kicking all your friends away because there are some people you're going to mentor and groom, right? But you need somebody, a part of your spectrum. You got you to gotta, you gotta have somebody that's a part of your spectrum. Somebody. Somebody got to be a part of your spectrum. And you cannot be the only wise person on the team. If you are connected and you are the only advice giver or you are the only wise person, something going on with you. Something going on, something going on with you. Not the other people, something going on with you. You got to reposition yourself because here's where I told you I was going to talk about me today. I didn't want to be among women or men or people who knew greater than me because of my insecurity. Because of my intimidation. Um, because of uh, my offense, the wall of offense. I didn't want to be connected um, to those type of people because my insecurity and my offense didn't want me there, right? But you got to have somebody on your team that is going to bring you godly counsel, right? You got to rethink who I'm talking to when I need advice and direction for major decisions. My, like you got to, who is the person that I'm talking like? Who am I talking to? Why would you have? See, can I be honest? When I wanted comfort, I had, I almost said something. I want y'all, y'all be church folks, be upset. When I, when I wanted to live in ungodly, unhealthy relationships, then I would talk to my friends who would tell me, girl, go on and pack your little bag. God don't want you to be perfect. <laughs> That's, I'm finna help somebody this morning. Them the this them them are the people. Those are the people that I wanted to deal with. The people that would sign off. Come on. The people that would sign off my foolishness. That's that's who be honest. Why? Because I knew they would give me permission. <laughs> they would give me permission for what I was comfortable with, right? So that's what we're doing. Letitia says something different. This is so powerful because we do this often. She said, Lord, please help me with over-talking people when I should be listening, right? Come on, Brene. Feeding my flesh, the people that feed my flesh, right? And if my inclination and my nature likes the cycle that I'm in because I'm being seduced by whatever it is. If my inclination and my nature likes the position that I am in, then wise counsel is going to be uncomfortable. Being in circles with people doing other things is going to be uncomfortable. Being connected to people that challenge my purity, being connected to people um, that challenge my standard, being connected to people um, that are pushing me to go up, that's going to be uncomfortable. I was uncomfortable. I wanted to sit at tables because of insecurity in which I was, I felt like I was the greatest person at the table because then I seemed supreme because that was feeding my insecurity too. I'm just going to help somebody so you can get free this morning. I wanted to also be able to be in circles with people who would give me permission for my sin because some of the simple things I was doing, I like to do. I, I know y'all been probably saved all your life. I ain't been saved all my life. And so 
the more that I begin to spend time with God, come on now, the more that I begin to, you begin to spend time with God, come on, Lynn Luckett. Lynn said we got to cancel the culture of conceit and complacency. Come on. And submissiveness. submissiveness. My, my, I, I wanted to sit, right? Just said being connected to the ones who know what you told God. Come on now. Being connected to the ones who know what's best for you, right? So I, I'm going to be honest, like those were the things that kept me from being connected to wise counsel. And anytime wise counsel was in my space, because offense was a method of defense. Woo! My God, because offense was the method of defense, um, because I was used to over talking everybody, um, because when I'm passionate about something, my ego grows big. Right. Like for me, I'm just giving you me. When I'm passionate about something, my ego goes big and you're not going to be able to get a, a word in edgewise, even though I may be talking to you or dealing with you out my emotions. I'm just going to give it. I'm just going to give it. Renee said, get in the presence of folks with discernment. And I'm talking about not I feel like real discernment, getting in the presence of women or men or people who will say to you, let me before I answer you, let me put this in a place of prayer before I just give you an answer because this is your life and when this is your life I'm going to be more careful with your life than I am going to be to stroke your ego I, I'm not here to stroke your ego I'm here to be your prayer partner or I'm not here to stroke your ego I'm here to shepherd you or I'm not here to stroke your ego I'm here to big sister you or I'm not here to stroke your ego I'm here to cover you right? Like I'm here to cover you. I'm here to be here. I'm here to be partnership with you. So I've got to tap into this wise counsel, right? This person that is going to give me biblical, that, that when I come to them and I'm talking to them about more debt, like if I'm more, more debt and, and they come to me and say, well, here's, here's what I, let me pray over this. Here's what I feel, right? First of all, the word of God says, you know, oh, no man, nothing but to love him, right? Second of all, can you handle the capacity of that? And then wise counsel will often share with you, right, what they have done. And then you can pray about is if that's how you apply it. This is what I've done in this circumstance or this situation. I'm just telling you now, and it's not haughtiness. I don't let nobody tell. Like when I was, I lost my husband. You could not talk to me about being widowed if you ain't been widowed. Because you ain't got no wise counsel for it. You could, you could uplift me or build me in the word, but you're not going to be able to talk to me about widow because you ain't been widow before. You can't talk to me probably about homeless if you ain't never been homeless before. It's going to be hard for you to give me wise counsel. Now, it does not mean you can't give me biblical advice, but I'm talking about real wise counsel. It's going to be hard for you to give me about wise counsel about something that you may not have ever been. But you got to so come on, Shannon. You got to surround yourself around people that want you to grow spiritually. I want to grow with you. And I had to get off my high horse, my high mindedness, my um, offended fleshly self and start submitting and surrendering to people who would know who knew better than me, but who also would check me, right? So let me give you a few scriptures. Proverbs 15, 22, 
without wise, without counsel, purposes are disappointed. But in the multitude of counselors, your purpose going to be established. Without wise counsel, you're going to keep showing up disappointed. You're going to keep showing up disappointed. You're going to like you're going to keep you, you're going to keep showing up disappointed when you don't have biblical godly counsel and that you take it. You're going to keep showing up disappointed. You're going to keep being in the same cycles. You're going to keep being in the same place. And then you're going to be frustrated. I, um, I remember years ago, a friend came to me and she was like, you're just hating on me. Like hating on you for what? Like I don't have the capacity. To, what is this? I hate that term. They just, they just hating on me. What if the person ain't hating on you? What if the person sees that you are hindering you? <laughs> like you are hindering you. You're hindering me. What if the person see your slip showing? What if the person see you don't walk out the bathroom with some tissue? What if the person sees something in your nose? What if wise counsel sees something about you that you don't see about you? So 1522, without counsel, purposes are disappointed. I remember when I was having such difficulty with friendships. I'm just going to be honest. Oh, my gosh. My wealth of friendships is so broad. And so I was having so difficulty with my friendships. And I thought I was such a good friend. <laughs> I did. I thought I was such a good friend. I did. I thought I was such a good friend. And then one day I was challenged. I was talking to my late husband. We were in the room and I was like, I really want good friends. He said, good. Then you need to start being one. You're not a good friend. And I thought because I was showing up that I was a good friend, but I was not a good friend. I was not what people needed me to be as a friend, not a mentor, not a past, like as a friend. And so I had to learn how to be a good friend. I had to learn how to be a good sister. I had to learn how to be a good daughter. I had to learn how to be a good wife. Like I had to learn these things from wise counsel and from biblical insight because my doctrines, my teachings, and the ways that I walked in were, oh my God, based on trauma, offense, things that had happened, all these other things. Woo! Come on now. So without wise counsel, your purpose, if you're trying to walk in purpose, you'll always end up in a disappointed place if you're not seeking out wise counsel, right? The elders are supposed to be teaching the younger. Come on now. Um, I, Can I share this? Oh, let's see this. I'm in a season of learning. I cannot, oh my gosh. I never learned how to properly date. I was always in a relationship. And dating is culture, right? And then I was married for a long time. So now I'm learning how to date. I had to really go get wise biblical counsel. Not people who just told me, you know, sex outside of marriage is a sin. That is not teaching somebody how to properly date. <laughs> Giving them all the wrongs of what could happen in a circumstance or situation is not teaching somebody to properly date. So I had to position myself with a friend who was really good at being single so that she could show me what it was like to learn to learn how to date. Some of the advice she gives me applies to me. Some of the advice she gives me doesn't necessarily apply to me, but I had to have this conversation with her so that I could learn how to properly date. I had to learn how to properly be single. My God, so that when marriage does come again, I will be more wise. Oh my God. So Proverbs 1 and 5, a wise man will hear 
and will increase learning. And a man of understanding shall attain wise counsel. Proverbs 12 and 15, the way of a fool. <laughs> the way of a fool. The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but that he that hearken into wise counsel, <laughs> she that hearken into wise counsel. Oh my God, my God, you're going to end up in a different place. When you end up in the same place and the enemy is so slick, he knows your desires. He knows your weaknesses. He knows what you run from. He knows it. And how he craftily does things is he'll present the same package. Let me say something. I kept meeting the same person at different times in different bodies with a level up every time. Same person, same type of guy, same person every time, level up at every time. Guess who the common denominator and factor was? What them? What them? What them? What them? I was the common denominator, and I was the common denominator because I didn't want wise counsel. Proverbs 19, 20, and 21. Hear counsel and receive instruction that thou may be wise in thy latter end. There are many devices in a man's heart. Nevertheless, the counsel of the Lord that shall stand. The counsel of the Lord that shall stand. No, Pastor David. Davis, you cannot be. Now, for those of us that are wise, let me give you this and we're going to get out of here. For those of the, the, us that are wise, because this is something that I had to learn how to do, right? I had to learn how I shared information. I had to learn my people. I had to learn from my people. I do not, I used to, I do not handle all my people the same way because I had to learn my people. I had to learn proper delivery for every person. Um, in my household, Judah and Josiah are two different people. I cannot, for Josiah to hear me, I have to come from him for the di a different perspective. From, for Judah to hear me, I have to come to him from a different perspective. Because when you learn your people, like knowing, knowing your people, if you are the wise counsel in the situation, knowing your people will help you to properly navigate if you should say something or you should not. Because sometimes people will be seeking out wisdom from you, really just kind of because they want to be around you. They really don't want your wisdom. Like knowing your people will help you and whether or not this is even something you should speak into. And just because you feel like you wise don't mean you always need to say something. I have lately, and this is my last year and a half learning. It's my last year and a half learning. So if you ain't been around me consistently in the last year and a half, I'm just in a different flow. Lately, I can be sitting in situations, voice of God, God can be talking to me. Person can be sitting there, give me all this, and Lord won't let me say three words. And using and leaning not into my understanding of what does this person need from me, because this person may not really even need anything, may not, may just really kind of want to be in my presence and don't know how to say that. But, but And I'm a big fan of do not cast your pearls before swine, right? Not calling the person a pig, knowing 
that if I'm browbeating a search circumstance in a situation and you're not open to it anyway, you're not going to receive what I'm saying anyway. Right. Yep. Watching my words, watching what I say. And unfortunately, because we are in an information society and we love to spout off information and, and sometimes our insecurity can be feeding us and we want people to be dependent upon us. We have to ask the Lord to help us and to deal with those things as well, because we will be wise counsel when we don't even need to be wise counsel. We don't even really need to be saying much. We need to be turning them back to, to the Lord versus turning to us. So for those of us that God, that we may feel wise, we also got to ask the Lord, like, is this our turn? Is this our time to speak? Is this one I should share? Do I need to say something? And can I say this last thing and we're going to pray? Also, not oversharing. Also, not me too. Also, not telling your story. And I'm a teacher. Now, I tell stories to help you get it if you're asking me for wisdom. And so being careful that I don't negate what you're telling me by overtelling something, sharing something that um, will make you feel invalid in the moment. You get to have the floor. And then if I'm to be the wise counsel, I get to be quiet and ask the Lord, is this even anything I need to speak on? Even as a parent, even as, even as a parent, even as a parent, is this something that I need to even speak on? And so if we will pause and pray, <laughs> we will operate more effectively in wise counsel, my God, before we tear and some of your friends, some of my friends, some of my they too fragile for what the Lord has even talking to me. They too fragile. They too fragile. For what the Lord has shared, they too fragile. Even if you have a thus said the Lord, some of them too fragile and the Lord knows they too fragile. And so the Lord will give you something for someone from a position of prayer. From a, they too fragile, like from a position of prayer. The Lord will give you something from a position of prayer. Like I'm showing you this so you could pray. I'm not showing you this so you could see. I had dreams about different people all week that I wanted to call or text and the Lord like, they too fragile. They, they too fragile. And you got to know that they too fragile for this type of information. So the, come on, come on. Pastor David said for years she was afraid to ask for fear of being rejected based on being shut down whenever I open my heart to people who I trusted. You got to know who wise counsel is. Pastor Davis, I had to work on that because I was always trying to assert my thoughts and my opinion. I am becoming, because I'm not all the way there yet, a better listener in situation before I am inserting and saying something. However, for those of us that offense is our defense, if offense is your defense, then you're going to have to ask the Lord to temper you so that you can be at the, the, the table with wise counsel. If offense is your defense, if offense is your defense, if being offended is your defense, every time you handle circumstances and situation. You're going to ask the Lord to help me to be wise counsel. Wise counsel is going to help you see God's best for your lives by looking at all sides of the issues. Absolutely. Um, stop offering unsolicited. Do you need my advice or do you just need to, to talk to me? Oh, my gosh, we got to get out of here. But wise counsel is going to look at all sides of the issues 
wise counsel is never uh, one-sided. Wise counsel also turns over their will, their agenda to God. When you get in wise counsel, it's because I'm turning over my agenda, my will to God, right? <laughs> it's the pros, the cons, the strengths, the weaknesses, right? Instead of just criticizing, I'm giving you the pros, the cons, the weaknesses. This is what I think you should do because this is what this is going to produce. And we need more of that if we're going to produce fruit and be successful in the kingdom. Also, let me give you this. Wise counsel is genuinely concerned for you and is also willing to learn you. Ah! Come on. Come on. Can we put this? Wise counsel is also is genuinely concerned for you and they're willing to learn you. When someone is wise, they want to get to know you. They, they don't want to just give you information based on what they think. Wise counsel wants to spend time with you and get to, to know you, right? Wise counsel is known to be biblically sound, spiritually mature, and oh, let me help. Let me help. I need y'all to hear this. Wise counsel is very aware of their own blind spots. When you are dealing with somebody and they are not aware of their blind spots, then they are probably not wise counsel. Wise counsel, people who are wise counsel are very self-aware. They know exactly um, where they are not wise. Wise counsel is skilled at listening and asking good questions. Woo! Wise counsel is going to be experienced in this particular area. And when they don't know or this is not their area, then guess what they're going to do? They're going to refer you to more wise counsel. <laughs> like they're going to refer you to more wise counsel. They're going to say, you know what? This is not something I really know. But here, let me push and pour and pour and send this to someone else. Wise counsel also uses confidentiality and discretion. I have some really good friends. I am getting, I was not this way at first. Let me be real. Cause I thought we was all friends and I could share. I am very well aware that when someone comes to me and brings me something, um, I don't need to share it. Even if this is another good friend, because that is not discretion. Somebody shared something with me very personal the other day. And I needed to relate the story without telling who it was. I needed to share something with somebody else. But I did not share what they told me because they said, please don't share this with anybody. This is so intimate. Wise counsel has confidentially, confidentiality, has discretion. It's not going to be sharing stuff. Come on. Come on. Um, wise counsel has humility, has gentleness, and will tell you the truth even if it hurts. Gentleness, humility, and tell you the truth even if it hurts. <laughs> Gonna provide you with an honest opinion and direct when necessary, right? And can be objective in the situation. Wise counsel, when you come talking to them about your marriage, will look at it from both perspectives. They will not just be team you because they are 14 marriage. Ooh, that's it. It's gonna get y'all there. So you need some wise counsel on your team. Can you put your in comments? I need some wise counsel on my team. I need some wise counsel on my team. I need some wise counsel. I need some wise counsel on my team. Some of y'all might need to go back to this, read this, rewatch this, right? Come on. Yeah. I need some wise counsel on my team. Can't afford to be out here and continue 
Um, come on, not the yes, friend. Not your yes. You better get away from them yes people. Yes people, I have you knocking on hell. Hold on. I want to repeat what you said, lady. Honest and real does not equal um, rude. 100%. Um, and if I could help myself, because I, I was so rude. I am not rude. I, I'm I just tell it like it is. Being abrasive, shooting your shot at people, cutting people, um, embarrassing people, that is not mean you wise. <laughs> that is not being honest and real. If you know you're dealing with somebody, like the more that I'm learning people, I, the Lord will be like, mm, that's they offended. Like they offended. Like they offended. So you know if you're dealing with an offended person, you're going to have to deal with them a little bit different. You need some wise counsel on your team. I need some wise counsel. I need somebody who is not going to let me operate in my foolishness. And I need to stop getting offended when God places wise counsel in my midst. I got to recognize. Come on. I got to recognize. That's so good. Lynn said tone and intent are the ingredients of rudeness. That's so powerful. Father God, thank you for the instructions, the wisdom, the knowledge, and the understanding for us to grow, for us to be fruitful, Lord God. Forgive us, Father God, for being, being intimidated. I hear you, Lord. Forgive us for being intimidated by wise counsel. Let us sit at tables and places with people who know us, with people who love us, um, with people who will get to know us, befriend us. Let us sit at tables with people who want our very the very best for us lord god let us um let us forgive those who didn't handle us properly and open our hearts to be able to receive those who will handle us properly in jesus name amen i love y'all so much god loves y'all so much more we'll be back in this thing in the morning 6 a.m letting the holy spirit lead us through this season of wisdom so that we can walk more in the way that God called us to be. I don't know about you, but I am committed. I am committed to Lakeisha in this season to bear more fruit. I am committed to Lakeisha in this season to be exactly why and God, who God called me to be. Yep, Nikki, that's a powerful prayer. Help me position myself to read you. Because if I don't position myself, I will walk away from wise counsel. I will walk away from the relationships I need because I want to be comfortable in what I'm in. I don't want to be comfortable in this season. I, we talked about complacency the other day. I don't want to be complacent in this season. Father, temper my heart so that I won't be unwise in Jesus' name. Two things. If the Lord, right, place it on your heart, Lord, this ministry is feeding me. Show me a seed to sow. Um, Go to the website, lmjministries.org. That's something you can pray. Lord, this ministry is feeding me. Show me a seed to sow. Show me how to give back to this ministry. Go to the website, lmjministries.org, and give there. Um, your, your What your money goes to is very apparent in this ministry. And then you can cash app us, dollar sign, L-M-J-M-I-N-I-S-T-R-Y. Do that. Second thing, if you want this to be your start, Jesus. Jesus, 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 Jesus,
Jesus, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. You need Jesus before you need anybody else. You need Jesus before you need a man. You need Jesus before you need to be in another. You need Jesus, right? That is you and you know you need Jesus and you know you have not had him. I want to lead you to the person that really changed my life. He changed my life. Like Jesus changed my life. And not just saying I knew Jesus or getting baptized, but letting him be Lord in my life. Letting him be the one to lead my life, change my life, change my circumstances, change my thought processes. I want to introduce you to this Jesus. And it starts with the confession of faith, believing he died on the cross um, and was raised from the dead to bear and take the weight of all your sins, your mistakes. That's the Jesus I want to introduce you to. And if that's you, I need you to repeat after me. Dear Jesus, I'm in need of a savior. I'm asking you to come into my heart to take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you best I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. If you prayed that prayer, send us an email, info at justbeinglmj.com. I told y'all yesterday we are running a little bit behind. I need to tell you what's going to happen tomorrow. Saturday, the prayer call. I need to tell you what's going to happen tomorrow because sometimes people don't, I'm just beyond, can't be honest for a second. Sometimes people don't be over here listening. Like they be on here, but I know they ain't listening. Tomorrow, we are dropping the link to register for Pillow Talk. There can only be 45 women in the space because I don't want to be overcrowded. Gonna be, there's going to be speakers. There's going to be empowerment. There are going to be vendors. This event is completely free. Like, I'm giving you, this is my birthday. I'm giving it to you for my birthday because this is what I want to do. I love to give. I live to give. If you know you want to be a part of it, you can do it online via Zoom. You can do it in person. Do not wait to register by overthinking. It's Saturday, December the 17th from 7 to 11 p.m. It's going to be glitz. It's going to be glamour. And we're going to have a good, good time. We're going to have a good, good time. I want you to leave the year with some empowerment that will push you out of comfort and make you courageous to step into your new year. I don't want to give you stuff for the new year in January. I want to give you stuff for the new year in this last pillow talk. So if the Lord plays on your heart, be, and it's free. Like who can't be free, free online, free, whatever. So I want you to, I want you to, to tap into that men only, men only. I mean, women only, not men only. Lord, forgive me. Women only. I know, I know Judah, Judah fell out laughing. Women only at Pillow Talk. Now, fellas, you can stop by, but it's going to be a whole bunch of chicks. Um, I love y'all so much. God loves you so Judah said men cannot come. I love you so much. Um, God loves you even more. I'll be back here in the morning. Um, I'm not going to even apologize for being so long. I think we needed everything we got today. Back here in the morning, 6 a.m., get your coffee, bring somebody. Thank you, Felicia. Felicia, put the date down there, December 17th. We're going to release that tomorrow. When I release that tomorrow, I know it's going to sell out. So do not wait to go and get registered. I love y'all. I'll see y'all. I cannot wait to see y'all in person. I can't wait to prayer call. See y'all in the morning. Love y'all. Love, peace, and blessings. Woo! Thank you, Lord God. 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 Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.